You say, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going by what I see. I go by what the Word of God says. There's more than just this physical realm. There's also a spiritual realm. I don't care what this looks like. I know what God's Word says. I was told that my life would be one of pain and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California, and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Womack Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry, and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you want to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. To help us set more people free, become a partner by visiting awmi.net slash give or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We'd love to have you join us today. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. See, this is the attitude of a steward. I'm just giving back to you a portion of what you've given me. When you start giving, it starts a supernatural flow towards you of God's ability. God will bless you more than you deserve. God will bless you and make things work better than they ever could have. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my first week teaching on financial stewardship. That's what I've entitled this teaching. And I've got a book that I'm giving to you as my gift on this, or you can get the CDs or the DVDs that were taken from TV, and these are my gift to you. Uh, I'm showing you that God is my source and not you. So we will supply these. We will give away tens of thousands of these. And um, I believe it'll be a blessing. Now, we've also got other things. We've got a DVD here that shows testimonies of people who have had financial breakthroughs. I've got a, a book on this in Spanish. I've got study guides in English and in Spanish that are designed specifically for you, yes, but so that you could teach other people these things. I tell you, this will make a big difference in your life. So anyway, this is my, the end of my first week. And what I've done this first week is try and establish a heart attitude about finances that I think is missing in most teaching about prosperity. Now, there's some people that teach on prosperity, and I, I get a lot out of them. I'm not saying that all people who do this, but there's many people 
who teach on prosperity, and it just, in a sense, feeds the selfishness that exists in most people's heart. It's They use prosperity as just a way for them to get bigger houses, bigger cars, bigger things. God's not against you having nice houses and cars. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that shouldn't be the motivation. We ought to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all of these things come as a byproduct. They aren't what you're focusing on. The reason you aren't uh, the reason you are believing God for increase isn't so that you could have more, but so that you could be a bigger blessing. That's what I've tried to talk about all week. And I've referred to these verses over in 1 Timothy chapter 6 nearly every day. So I thought I'd just turn over there and read some of these and uh, try and use this to help establish this heart attitude. It says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and verse 6, it says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. You came into this world naked, and you're going to leave naked. They may put some clothes on your body and bury you, but I guarantee you, you aren't taking any of that with you. Another way of saying this is you've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. You don't take anything with you when you die. And so it says in the next verse, and having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Now that's not necessarily be uh, satisfied. I think you could, anyway, I'm splitting hairs to a degree on this, but there's nothing wrong with a person, you know, just saying, this is enough. I'm content. Some people think that, you know, if they were to win the lottery, and let's just say that you lived in a, $500,000 house. I'm just picking a number. But if you won the lottery, immediately somebody would just go buy a $5 million or a $50 million house. If they won the lottery, they would just, they would max it out. If they were living so that they were just barely getting by and making payments before they won the lottery, all they'd do is just increase their lifestyle and their living so that they bought brand new houses, brand new cars, multiple houses, and they would be maxed out again so that they'd just barely be able to make the payments. That's the way that most people would respond. But sooner or later, you should come to a place to where you just become content. You know, I live in a house that I, I'm content with. I love where I live. I, it's not the fanciest house. Most of you watching this probably live in a nicer house than I live in. Now, it's a nice place. I'm not critical at all, but we, we had a builder give me a deal and I paid $60,000 for the house I'm in. I've since then uh, expanded it a little bit and stuff. So anyway, it's a nice place. I'm not critical at all, but I'm saying most of you live in a much nicer house and I live in. But how many bedrooms do you have to have to sleep at night? How big does your bathroom have to be for you to take care of business? I mean, sooner or later, what does it take to make you content? Would you not be content with a you know $500,000 house? Would you not be content with a $5 million house? You just got to keep adding to it. Some This is saying that, you know, contentment isn't in the abundance of things that we possess. Sooner or later, you just need to reach a place of contentment. You don't have to have more. And then it says in the next verse, in verse 9, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Now again, this isn't saying that God wants us to be poor. 
SOME PEOPLE HAVE INTERPRETED THIS AND THEY WILL USE THIS VERSE TO TEACH IT AND SAY THAT YOU SHOULDN'T SEEK AFTER ANY MONEY. YOU SHOULDN'T, YOU SHOULDN'T HAVE ANY OF THOSE THINGS. THE NEXT VERSE SAYS, FOR THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. AND THEY JUST TALK ABOUT THAT MONEY IS EVIL AND THEY COME AGAINST ANY TYPE OF PROSPERITY. IF YOU REALLY BELIEVE THAT, WELL, THEN YOU TAKE ALL OF YOUR MONEY AND GIVE IT TO ME. YOU NEED TO GET RID OF THAT FILTHY, STINKING STUFF, AMEN, AND GET RID OF IT. THAT'S NOT WHAT THESE VERSES ARE SAYING. THIS ISN'T SAYING THAT YOU SHOULD BE POOR. YOU LOOK AT PEOPLE. I'VE ALREADY USED DAVID AND ABRAHAM AS EXAMPLES, AND THEY WERE SO PROSPEROUS. DAVID GAVE OVER $2 BILLION, 1 CHRONICLES CHAPTER 29, TO THE BUILDING OF THE TEMPLE OUT OF HIS PERSONAL ACCOUNT. HE HAD ALREADY GIVEN $50 BILLION FROM HIS KINGDOM ACCOUNT, BUT OUT OF HIS OWN PERSONAL ACCOUNT, HE GAVE OVER $2 BILLION. HE WAS NOT POOR. ABRAHAM WASN'T POOR. SOLOMON WAS THE RICHEST MAN THAT EVER LIVED. IF YOU READ IT OVER IN, I BELIEVE IT'S 2 CHRONICLES, CHAPTER 1, IT SAYS THAT SOLOMON, THE LORD TOLD SOLOMON, THERE WILL NEVER BE ANOTHER PERSON ON THE EARTH AS RICH AS YOU. I JUST HEARD THAT THERE WAS A MAN WHO PASSED $200 BILLION IN HIS PERSONAL WORTH, AND HE'S NOW uh, SAID TO BE THE RICHEST MAN ON THE PLANET. BUT ACCORDING TO 2 CHRONICLES CHAPTER 1, SOLOMON, THERE WOULD NEVER BE ANYBODY AS RICH AS HIM. SOLOMON WAS WORTH MORE THAN THAT. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH HAVING MONEY. IT'S WRONG TO HAVE MONEY HAVE YOU. AND IF YOU THINK THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER HAVING MONEY IS WRONG, WELL, THEN GET RID OF ALL OF THAT STUFF. JUST DON'T HAVE ANY. GO LIVE ON THE STREET. OF COURSE, THAT'S NOT TRUE, AND I'M NOT ADVOCATING THAT, BUT I'M SAYING THAT IF YOU WOULD THINK THROUGH SOME OF THE THINGS THAT PEOPLE SAY... I HEARD A MAN ON THE RADIO, AND HE... I LISTENED TO HIM, AND HE WAS PREACHING AGAINST HEALTH WEALTH PREACHERS AND TALKING ABOUT HOW THAT THIS WAS DEMONIC, AND HE WAS JUST CRITICAL. AND, OF COURSE, I DISAGREED WITH EVERYTHING HE SAID, BUT I WAS LISTENING SO THAT I COULD HEAR WHAT THE OPPOSITION HAD TO SAY SO I'D KNOW HOW TO COUNTER IT. AND IT WAS ON A CHRISTIAN RADIO STATION. AND DID YOU KNOW, AS SOON AS HIS BROADCAST WAS OVER, THE CHRISTIAN NEWS CAME ON, AND THEY TALKED ABOUT THAT MAN WHO WAS PREACHING AGAINST HEALTH WEALTH PREACHERS. HE HAD JUST MOVED INTO AN $8 MILLION HOME THAT HAD AN INDOOR OLYMPIC-SIZED SWIMMING POOL. AND HERE HE WAS PREACHING AGAINST HEALTH WEALTH PREACHERS. THAT'S HYPOCRITICAL. THAT'S JUST WRONG. AND THERE MAY BE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU'RE SITTING HERE THINKING, I JUST DON'T BELIEVE YOU OUGHT TO BELIEVE FOR PROSPERITY. WELL, IF YOU DON'T BELIEVE IT, WELL, THEN TAKE ALL YOUR MONEY AND ALL OF YOUR STUFF AND GIVE IT AWAY. THAT'S HYPOCRITICAL. THAT'S LIKE A PERSON SAYING THAT THEY DON'T BELIEVE THAT GOD HEALS, THAT IT'S NOT GOD'S WILL TO HEAL, THAT GOD PUTS SICKNESS ON THEM TO TEACH THEM SOMETHING, AND SO THEY BELIEVE THAT GOD IS THE ONE WHO MADE THEM SICK. AND THEN THEY GO TO THE DOCTOR AND SPEND ALL OF THIS MONEY TRYING TO GET OUT OF GOD'S WILL. IF YOU REALLY BELIEVE GOD IS THE SOURCE OF YOUR SICKNESS, WHY WOULD YOU GO TO THE DOCTOR AND TRY AND GET OUT OF GOD'S WILL? THAT'S CRAZY. I TELL YOU, SOME OF THE RELIGIOUS CONCEPTS THAT ARE OUT THERE TODAY ARE WEIRD. THIS IS NOT PREACHING AGAINST MONEY. IT'S SAYING THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. IT'S THE LOVE OF MONEY. IT'S NOT MONEY ITSELF. THIS IS JUST SAYING THAT YOUR HEART NEEDS TO GET RIGHT. IF YOUR HEART IS WRONG, MONEY JUST AMPLIFIES WHAT'S ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. IF YOUR HEART'S WRONG, MONEY WILL JUST ALLOW YOU TO GO OUT AND INDULGE YOUR FLESH AND TO DO THINGS THAT YOU COULDN'T HAVE DONE BEFORE. BUT IF YOUR HEART'S RIGHT, WELL, THEN MONEY WILL ALLOW YOU TO BE A BLESSING. SO MONEY'S NOT THE PROBLEM. AND LET ME JUST SAY THAT THERE'S NO SHORTAGE OF MONEY. 
SOMETIMES PEOPLE THINK THAT GOD, YOU KNOW, JUST HAS SO MUCH MONEY TO GO AROUND. GOD IS EL Shaddai, NOT EL CHIPO. GOD, THERE IS NO LIMITS WITH GOD. THERE IS NO SHORTAGE OF MONEY. IT'S NOT LIKE YOU JUST... I'VE HAD PEOPLE BEFORE SAY, YOU KNOW, I'VE GOT THIS AND THIS AND THIS NEED, BUT THIS ONE IS THE ONE THAT'S REALLY IMPORTANT. IF GOD COULD JUST GET THAT AMOUNT OF MONEY, IF HE COULD JUST MEET THIS NEED, I CAN LIVE WITH THESE OTHER THINGS. IT'S NOT LIKE YOU HAVE TO PICK AND CHOOSE. GOD, YOU KNOW, isn't, uh, DOESN'T HAVE A SHORTAGE. HE CAN MEET ALL OF OUR NEED. GOD IS WILLING TO SUPPLY MUCH MORE THAN WHAT MOST PEOPLE... IT'S LIKE NONE OF US HAVE NEVER TAPPED OUT GOD. IT'S NOT... WE AREN'T CHALLENGING GOD. SO ANYWAY, THESE VERSES WHERE IT SAYS, THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL, WHICH WHILE SOME COVETED AFTER... SEE, THAT'S THE PROBLEM RIGHT THERE, IS WHEN YOU COVET. THE WORD COVET IS ACTUALLY USED CONCERNING IDOLATRY. COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 3, VERSE 5 SAYS uh, IN THE LAST PART OF THAT VERSE, COVETOUSNESS, WHICH IS IDOLATRY. IF YOU ARE COVETING THINGS AND YOU SEE SOMEBODY ELSE THAT HAS THIS AND THEN YOU START DESIRING IT AND COVETING IT, DESIRING WHAT THEY HAVE, DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT'S IDOLATRY? MOST PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM TODAY, THEY DON'T WORSHIP IDOLS. IDOL WORSHIP IS AN ISSUE IN SOME PLACES, BUT IN MOST WESTERN NATIONS, THEY DON'T HAVE IDOLS THAT THEY PUT UP. THEY DON'T PUT UP STATUES OF BUDDHA AND HARI LAM, HARI KRISHNA AND THINGS LIKE THAT. THAT'S NOT THE DEAL IN MOST WESTERN NATIONS, BUT COVETOUSNESS IS IN EPIDEMIC PROPORTIONS AND PEOPLE ARE JUST COVETING. AND THIS IS WHAT ALL ADVERTISERS USE. THEY KNOW THIS, AND SO WHAT THEY DO, THEY SHOW YOU THESE PEOPLE IN THESE FANCY CARS, AND THEY DO THIS, AND THEY'RE PLAYING ON YOUR LUST AND GETTING YOU TO COVET THESE THINGS AND DESIRE THESE THINGS. YOU SHOULD COVET GOD. YOU SHOULD LONG FOR GOD. YOU SHOULD SEEK FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD. AND IF YOU WOULD DO THAT, AND YOUR DESIRE IS TO BUILD THE KINGDOM, NOT TO BUILD YOUR OWN KINGDOM, WELL, THEN GOD IS NEVER GOING TO ABUSE ANYBODY. GOD'S NOT GOING TO HAVE YOU WORK FOR HIM FOR FREE. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, GOD PAYS HIS WAY. DO YOU KNOW THAT, OF COURSE, uh, GOD CHOSE JOSEPH AND MARY TO BE THE PARENTS OF JESUS, and, AND IT WAS A VIRGIN BIRTH, AND MARY LITERALLY GAVE THAT BODY TO JESUS, BUT GOD DIDN'T ASK THEM TO RAISE JESUS WITHOUT HIM PAYING FOR IT. HE HAD THE WISE MEN COME, AND THEY BROUGHT GOLD AND myrrh AND ALL OF THESE uh, EXPENSIVE GIFTS. THERE'S A MAN NAMED DANIEL THAT ACTUALLY COMMISSIONED SOMEONE to, TO ESTIMATE WHAT THEY THOUGHT THAT THIS GOLD, ALL OF THESE GIFTS THAT THE WISE MEN BROUGHT TO JESUS WAS, AND THEY SAID IT WAS A FORTUNE. IN OTHER WORDS, GOD ASKED MARY TO GIVE BIRTH TO JESUS, ASKED JOSEPH TO HELP RAISE HIM, BUT THEN HE DIDN'T uh, MOOCH OFF OF THEM. MAN, HE HAD THESE KINGS COME, AND THEY GAVE A, a RANSOM FOR THIS CHILD. I MEAN, a, uh, a HUGE AMOUNT OF MONEY. GOD PAID HIS OWN WAY. GOD'S NOT GONNA HAVE YOU SERVE HIM AND THEN YOU JUST STRUGGLE ALONG. YOU KNOW, THE CHURCH THAT I CAME OUT OF, I ACTUALLY HAD A MISSIONARY COME AND uh, HE DRESSED REAL POORLY. THEY LIVED IN A uh, STATION WAGON. They, THEY WOULDN'T RENT A HOTEL. THEY WOULD ACTUALLY... THEY HAD A, a BED a mattress that they had put in the back of the station wagon, and he and his wife would sleep in that rather than go stay in a hotel because they didn't want to use any of their money for, you know, to 
DO ANYTHING EXCEPT PAY FOR THE LORD. THEY CAME AND SPOKE IN THE CHURCH, and, AND THE MAN HAD TWO SUITS. THE WIFE HAD TWO DRESSES. THEY WOULD WASH THEIR CLOTHES OUT AT NIGHT AND WEAR THE OTHER PAIR, AND EVERY NIGHT THEY WOULD HAVE TO GO TO A SINK SOMEPLACE. AND, and THAT'S THE WAY THAT THEY LIVED. AND th THAT CHURCH PRESENTED THIS AS SUCH A GODLY ATTITUDE. I THINK THAT'S TERRIBLE. MAN, THAT SHOWS THAT GOD JUST CAN'T PAY HIS OWN WAY. AND THAT IS NOT TRUE. MAN, THE LORD IS GOING TO SUPPLY YOUR NEEDS, AND HE'S, YOU KNOW, HIS uh, MANSION IN HEAVEN, IT'S A MANSION. HE'S GOT STREETS THAT ARE PAVED WITH GOLD. GOD IS NOT CHEAP. GOD WILL TAKE CARE OF YOU. THERE IS NOTHING WRONG WITH YOU HAVING NICE THINGS. I REMEMBER A MAN BOUGHT ME A, um, a VAN ONE TIME, AND I MEAN, IT WAS TRIPPED OUT. IT HAD EVERYTHING ON IT THAT YOU COULD GET. AND I ACTUALLY WENT ONE TIME TO GET SOME FEED FOR MY HORSES AND HAD THE GUY PUT IT IN THE BACK OF THIS VAN. AND HE LOOKED INSIDE AND HE SAYS, WOW, HE SAYS, YOU MUST REALLY HAVE a, a LOT OF MONEY. WHAT DO YOU DO? AND I TOLD HIM, I SAID, I'M A MINISTER. I'M A PREACHER. AND HE LOOKED AT ME AND HE SAYS, PREACHERS AREN'T SUPPOSED TO HAVE SOMETHING THIS NICE. IT WAS A GIFT. I DIDN'T GO OUT AND SPEND MY MONEY ON IT, BUT THAT, that ATTITUDE THAT PREACHERS, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, IF YOU'RE SERVING THE LORD, YOU OUGHT TO BE POOR. THAT IS TOTALLY WRONG. THIS IS NOT AGAINST MONEY. IT'S THE LOVE OF MONEY THAT'S THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL, AND WHILE SOME COVETED AFTER. DID YOU KNOW THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH YOU GOING TO WORK AND WORKING A JOB AND MAKING MONEY? THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH YOU TAKING MONEY THAT YOU'VE GOT AND INVESTING IT AND MULTIPLYING IT. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THAT. MATTER OF FACT, IT'S A GODLY THING. THE LORD USED A NUMBER OF PARABLES WHERE HE TALKED ABOUT PEOPLE THAT WERE DELIVERED CERTAIN AMOUNT OF MONEY, AND THEN WHEN HE CAME BACK, HE EXPECTED THEM TO HAVE INCREASED IT. AND FOR THOSE WHO DOUBLED THAT MONEY, GOD BLESSED THEM AND GAVE THEM MORE. But TO THE ONE MAN WHO JUST TOOK WHAT HE HAD AND HID IT IN A NAPKIN AND BURIED IT, AND GOD REBUKED HIM, AND HE SAID HE WAS AN EVIL MAN, AND HE CAST HIM OUT. GOD EXPECTS US TO INCREASE. GOD EXPECTS US TO GO, AND GOD IS A MULTIPLIER, NOT A SUBTRACTOR. I'M TELLING YOU, GOD WANTS US TO INCREASE, BUT HE DOESN'T WANT US TO LOVE THE INCREASE. HE DOESN'T WANT US TO in COVET AFTER THESE THINGS. HE WANTS US TO LOVE HIM FIRST. AND YOU KNOW HOW YOU DO THAT? YOU GET THIS STEWARD MENTALITY. INSTEAD OF EVERYTHING THAT YOU HAVE SAYING, GOD, THIS IS MINE. AND SO I'LL TIP YOU. I'LL GIVE YOU A LITTLE BIT HERE, BUT THIS IS MINE, AND YOU FEEL VERY GENEROUS. NO, YOU OUGHT TO JUST SAY, GOD, IT'S ALL YOURS. WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO WITH IT? I'M A STEWARD. WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO? YOU KNOW, I CAN TRUTHFULLY SAY, AND I KNOW THAT SOME PEOPLE WILL DISAGREE WITH THIS, AND YOU QUESTION MY MOTIVE, BUT I'm, I'M NOT GONNA SIT THERE AND CHANGE WHAT I BELIEVE BECAUSE OF YOU. BUT YOU KNOW, MY HOUSE, MY CAR, EVERYTHING I'VE GOT, ALL OF MY RESOURCES, IT'S ALL GOD'S. I'D GIVE IT ALL AWAY IF GOD TOLD ME TO. THIS MINISTRY THAT WE'VE GOT, RIGHT NOW WE HAVE OVER 100, AND I FORGOT WHAT IT IS, 129 MILLION, I THINK, IN ASSETS, TANGIBLE, PHYSICAL ASSETS THAT WE HAVE. YOU KNOW, I'D GIVE IT ALL AWAY IF GOD TOLD ME TO. I'D GO DO SOMETHING ELSE. I'D GO MOVE TO AFRICA. MY WIFE TOLD ME I MIGHT HAVE TO DO IT BY MYSELF. <laughs> SHE DOESN'T WANT TO GO TO MOVE TO AFRICA. BUT I'M SAYING THAT I WOULD TRUTHFULLY, THIS IS NOT MINE. I'M THE ONE THAT GOD GAVE THE RESOURCES. I'M THE ONE THAT GOD HAS USED TO DO THESE THINGS, BUT IT'S NOT MINE. IT'S THE LORD'S. AND IF HE TOLD ME TO WALK AWAY FROM IT TOMORROW, I'D WALK AWAY FROM IT. MY HOUSE, MY CARS, MY MINISTRY, EVERYTHING. AND SOME PEOPLE JUST CAN'T REALIZE... I CAN'T BELIEVE YOU DO THAT. 
THAT'S THE REASON THAT YOU HAVEN'T SEEN THIS KIND OF ASSETS AND THESE KIND OF THINGS COMING IS BECAUSE IT'S YOURS AND GOD WON'T ENTRUST IT TO YOU LIKE THAT. IT WOULD DESTROY YOU. IT GOES ON TO SAY RIGHT HERE IN VERSE 10, THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL, WHICH WHILE SOME COVETED AFTER, THEY HAVE ERRED FROM THE FAITH AND PIERCED THEMSELVES THROUGH WITH MANY SORROWS. BUT THOU, O MAN OF GOD, FLEE THESE THINGS AND FOLLOW AFTER RIGHTEOUSNESS, GODLINESS, FAITH, LOVE, PATIENCE, MEEKNESS, FIGHT THE GOOD FIGHT OF FAITH, LAY HOLD ON ETERNAL LIFE, WHEREUNTO THOU ART CALLED AND HAST PROFESSED A GOOD PROFESSION BEFORE MANY WITNESSES. IN OTHER WORDS, HE'S SAYING THAT IF YOUR HEART IS WRONG IN THIS AREA OF FINANCES, YOU WILL PIERCE YOURSELF THROUGH WITH MANY SORROWS AND HURTFUL LUST THAT DROWN MEN IN PERDITION. ONE OF THE REASONS THAT GOD HASN'T BLESSED SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS IS BECAUSE YOUR HEART IS ALL WRONG. YOU ARE WANTING TO PROSPER JUST SO THAT YOU CAN HAVE MORE, TO MAKE YOU FEEL SECURE. YOUR SECURITY ISN'T IN THE LORD, BUT YOU'RE LOOKING FOR SECURITY IN A JOB WITH A GUARANTEED RETIREMENT AND COST OF LIVING RAISES, AND YOU KNOW THAT GOD WOULD WANT YOU TO DO THIS. THIS IS WHAT YOUR HEART IS LEADING YOU TO DO, BUT BOY, THIS JOB, YOU WILL SELL YOUR SOUL TO THE DEVIL TO HAVE THE SECURITY OF A JOB. I'M SPEAKING TO SOMEBODY. GOD IS SPEAKING TO SOMEBODY THROUGH ME RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'VE GOT AN OPTION AND YOUR HEART'S LEADING YOU ONE WAY, BUT MAN, IT LOOKS LIKE SECURITY IS OVER HERE. YOU NEED TO FOLLOW GOD. YOU NEED TO FOLLOW WHAT HE'S PUT ON YOUR HEART. AND IF YOU DON'T DO THAT, IF, if, you're, if YOUR HEART IS WRONG, YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE NOTHING BUT GRIEF AND SORROW. IT COULD DESTROY YOU. YOU CAN LOOK AT PEOPLE IN THE NATURAL REALM WHO'VE MADE IT AND HAVE ALL OF THIS WEALTH AND YET THEY CAN'T HOLD A MARRIAGE TOGETHER. THEY DON'T HAVE ANY JOY. THEY'RE COMMITTING SUICIDE. THEY'RE MISERABLE, AND ON AND ON. MONEY IS NOT THE ANSWER TO ANY PROBLEM. IF YOU'VE GOT A FINANCIAL PROBLEM, YOU MAY BE THINKING THAT MONEY WOULD SOLVE IT, BUT THAT'S REALLY NOT IT. IT'S A HEART ISSUE. AND ONE OF THE REASONS THAT GOD ISN'T SUPPLYING YOU WITH THE MONEY SO THAT YOU CAN GO OUT AND DO EVERYTHING THAT YOU WANT TO DO IS BECAUSE IT WOULD DESTROY YOU. YOU WOULD PIERCE YOURSELF THROUGH WITH MANY SORROWS AND LUST. GOD LOVES YOU TOO MUCH. IT TAKES A WHILE FOR THE LORD TO WORK ON YOUR HEART AND TO GET YOU TO A PLACE TO WHERE HE CAN ENTRUST YOU WITH RESOURCES. SO THE GOAL ISN'T TO HAVE MORE OF ANYTHING. THE GOAL IS TO HAVE A, a HEART WHERE YOU LOVE GOD AND YOU'VE PUT GOD FIRST. AND THIS ISN'T JUST A ONE-TIME DECISION THAT YOU MAKE ON THE SPUR OF THE MOMENT. IT'S SOMETHING THAT WILL BE PROVEN OVER TIME. AND AS I GET FURTHER INTO THIS TEACHING, THIS IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT THE LORD TELLS YOU TO GIVE. IT'S NOT BECAUSE HE NEEDS YOUR MONEY, BUT YOU NEED TO TRUST GOD. AND IT'S ONE THING TO SAY, OH, I DO TRUST GOD. I, YEAH, GOD'S MY SOURCE. TALK'S CHEAP. PROVE IT. HOW DO YOU PROVE THAT GOD'S YOUR SOURCE? YOU TAKE A PORTION OF WHAT YOU HAVE, AND YOU START GIVING. AND WHEN YOU DO THAT, YOU MOVE OUT OF THE REALM OF THEORY INTO THIS IS FACT. I'M NOT JUST SAYING GOD IS MY SOURCE. I'M PROVING GOD IS MY SOURCE. YOU KNOW, AGAIN, THIS IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT I'M OFFERING THIS BOOK TO ANYBODY WHO WANTS TO WRITE IN AND REQUEST IT AS A FREE GIFT. OR YOU COULD GET THE DVDs OR THE CDs AS MY FREE GIFT. NOW, WE HAVE SOME OTHER THINGS HERE. WE'RE GOING TO PUT A PRICE ON THE WHOLE PACKAGE DEAL. BUT GOD IS MY SOURCE, AND I WANT YOU TO KNOW THAT I'M MINISTERING THESE THINGS NOT TO GET YOUR MONEY, BUT TO BE A BLESSING TO YOU. I BELIEVE THAT THE LORD WANTS ME TO DO THIS, AND I'M PROVING IT. IT'S NOT JUST THEORY. 
WE'LL GIVE AWAY TENS OF THOUSANDS OF THESE THAT WILL COST ME HUNDREDS OF THOUSANDS OF DOLLARS. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? GOD IS MY SOURCE. NOW, IF YOU WANT TO GIVE, WE WILL RECEIVE IT. I'M NOT TURNING IT DOWN, BUT I'M JUST SAYING THAT, PRAISE GOD, WE'RE we're PUTTING OUR MONEY WHERE OUR MOUTH IS. AND I'M SAYING THAT GOD IS MY SOURCE. AND WHEN YOU START GIVING, SEE, THIS, this IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT GOD TOLD YOU TO GIVE IS BECAUSE HE WANTS YOU TO TRUST HIM. IT'S REALLY NOT ABOUT HIS NEED. GOD COULD PROSPER ME. HE COULD MAKE ME SO, so INDEPENDENTLY WEALTHY. I REALLY BELIEVE THIS, THAT I WOULD NEVER HAVE TO RECEIVE ANY OFFERINGS AT ALL. I COULD BE A BILLIONAIRE, AND GOD COULD DO THAT. HE DID IT FOR SOLOMON. HE DID IT FOR DAVID. HE DID IT FOR ABRAHAM. THE NEW COVENANT'S NOT ANY WORSE. IT'S CERTAINLY BETTER. I BELIEVE GOD COULD DO THAT, BUT THAT'S NOT WHAT GOD WANTS TO DO. HE WANTS ME TO BE DEPENDENT UPON HIM, AND HE USES PEOPLE, AND SO HE WANTS ME TO GIVE, AND HE WANTS ME TO TRUST HIM, AND THAT'S THE REASON HE SET IT UP THIS WAY. He want, HE'S AFTER YOUR HEART, AND IF HE GETS YOUR HEART, I GUARANTEE YOU, HE'LL GET YOU EVERYTHING IT TAKES TO ACCOMPLISH HIS WILL IN YOUR LIFE. SO THIS FIRST WEEK, THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TRYING TO ESTABLISH, IS A HEART ATTITUDE TOWARDS GIVING. YOU NEED TO BE A STEWARD. YOU DON'T NEED TO CLAIM THIS AS OWNER. YOU NEED TO BE A STEWARD OF GOD'S RESOURCES. WHAT DOES GOD WANT YOU TO DO? AND THE WORD OF GOD TEACHES US WHAT HE WANTS US TO DO WITH OUR FINANCES. AND SO NEXT MONDAY, I'M GOING TO START TEACHING SPECIFICALLY ON HOW HE TAUGHT US TO USE OUR RESOURCES. AGAIN, I WANT TO REMIND YOU, I'M GIVING THIS BOOK AS A GIFT. ALSO, EITHER THE CD OR THE DVDs, YOU CAN GET THEM AS A FREE GIFT. WE HAVE A PACKAGE DEAL. I HAVE OVER 200,000 HOURS OF FREE MATERIAL ON OUR WEBSITE, AWMI.NET. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU ALL OF THIS uh, INFORMATION ABOUT HOW YOU CAN RECEIVE THESE RESOURCES, AND THEN PLEASE CALL OUR RIGHT TODAY. Andrew is offering his complete teaching on financial stewardship in your choice of either a book, CD album, or DVD album as his free gift to you today. Go to awmi.net to order your free product today. This offer is limited to one free product per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. This teaching is also available as a companion study guide for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or you can get these valuable resources in the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the Financial Stewardship Book, Study Guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This DVD includes six testimonies of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. 
We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. From the creators of God With Us comes the heart of Christmas, a story like you've never experienced before, a story that takes you around the world and back through time, an adventure for you and your entire family to enjoy year after year. As a special offer for the holiday season, Andrew would like to offer you the Heart of Christmas DVD for just $25. Order your copy today at awmi.net.